Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. It is Monday, June 22nd. As you can probably hear, I'm doing commute podcast today. Mm. Coffee hits the spot. I am on my way into town to the VRBO where my mom is staying on Canyon Road. And we're going to go for a walk and go to the tea house for breakfast, brunch, coffee. But no way was I waiting until we made it there to have my first cup of coffee, right? So I already went for my usual walk with David this morning. So that was good. So yeah, it's been um, a busy last few days. You guys all got to hear the uh, podcast with my mom on Friday morning. So I hope you enjoyed that. Tomorrow, I am going to have the inimitable Beverly Jenkins on the podcast, one of the lions of the romance industry. I think that's going to be pretty cool to interview her. I need to sent her stuff today to remind her of it. We did set it up a while ago. I have the top down on the convertible, but I'm hoping that it won't get too loud. I'm intending to go the back way anyway to Canyon Road, so hopefully it won't um, be too noisy for you, but it's such a beautiful morning, I just couldn't bear to put the top up. I hope you understand. (laughs) So, I finished The Lost Princess Returns on Thursday, finished that about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and then set to like cleaning the house and doing all the things that I needed to do in order to get ready for my folks' arrival. They arrived about 6.30. And at that point, I sent it off to Kareen for read and of course she had read it by the next morning. I guess I already mentioned this because she replied to me that she broke it up into two pieces. So she didn't stay up all night reading it. She wrote it in two read it wrote it read it in two parts in the evening and then in the morning. And then <coughs> this person must be heading in for work, there's people driving very fast, way more than the speed limit, weaving in and out of traffic to get around us slower people so they can happily get to work. Monday morning, I am in no hurry. So, since Kareem gave the story the thumbs up, which was good because I felt like I took a little bit of a risk with the story. I didn't do exactly what I think was anticipated but it sometimes you know it's just how the story needs to go so I um, then sent it off to Evergreen who had offered to proofread it for me and uh, yeah she did a a great job Um, she was concerned she'd sent me a sample to make sure what she was doing okay because she was worried about overstepping 
and it was definitely a deeper edit than a typical proofread. It was a little bit more of a, of a line and copy edit, but I'm fine with that. And I, I told her I'm good at ignoring stuff that I don't want to do, <laughs> uh, which probably is a personality trait, but it's also an acquired skill. Um, as a writer, you really have to learn what critiques you want to keep and what you are going to bypass as it were yeah. <laughs> this I have this little um, go cup that kind of looks like a Starbucks cup it's not it's white and it has like a red ridgy thing I don't even know how to describe it you know like the grippy part around the middle and it's it's good because it's got the sealable top but it's a it's almost like a baby's first latte cup because <laughs> it's a made of that really thick plastic with big pieces and the lever on the top is big and you can flip it back and lock it into place but it's got a little stopper on it that fits down into the drink hole there's probably words for all these things where the latte come out and when I drink from the latte that little stopper has some latte foam on it and it's exactly positioned to boot me on the nose. So that's what just happened. I booted myself with my own latte phone. But I don't mind. So, so yeah, Evergreen, I would recommend her copy editing proofreading services should you ever wish to take advantage of them. I don't know if she's, I think she's planning to do some freelancing on it. So. We'll give her the testimonial if she would like. And I really appreciated her doing that for me. So, yesterday I went through. All, she sent those to me on Saturday, so she was really quick, too. Um, and so, yesterday morning, we just stayed in. And I did. I got those copy edits done, and I knocked out some other businessy things, so that was good. And I sent everything off to Kareem. The, I did a dear reader letter on this one to explain where the story fits into everything else. And I did the front matter. Well, Kareem sets up the front and back matter for me, so I proved the back matter and added acknowledgments and stuff like that. And so I think all of the little pieces are taken care of. A lot of you have pre-ordered Lost Princess, and I greatly appreciate that. And uh, I'm supposed to get it back from my formatter today, and I'll get it uploaded. I just needed to get it uploaded by Friday. No, by Thursday. Yeah, by Thursday but I'll be able to probably upload it this afternoon and I will also get the um, print version taken care of so that those of you who prefer to pre-order print I'll have that available turning off onto Two Trails Road now which is a little winding residential road that cuts through to Old Santa Fe Highway It's only 25 miles an hour through here. 
So I just set my cruise control for it. <laughs> it will probably come to a shock, as a shock to none of you, that I'm something of a lead foot. So it was really good to get all that stuff done yesterday. Um, these people who are like racing in to get their book in before the pre-order window closes, just, I don't even understand. <laughs> I think that would drive. I know I come bring things in close to deadline, but um, yeah, bringing them in that close. I have one author friend who, you know, if you if you miss your pre-order window, if you don't up upload it to Amazon in time, they cancel your pre-order, and sometimes they penalize you even more than that. Then you can't put it up for like two weeks and all of this stuff. And this one gal said that she was racing and racing and she got it in like five minutes before the close of the pre-order window and and Amazon still pulled it because because of COVID there had there wasn't anyone to review it in time I guess and she was very upset about it and I sympathized. I mean, I definitely sympathized, but at the same time, I was like, why were you waiting until five minutes before? I mean, I guess I know why, because, you know, a lot of times people are racing to finish these books and everything, but wow. Turning on to Old Santa Fe Trail. I always imagine people coming through here with the donkey trains and their trade goods. winding trail knowing that they were getting close to Santa Fe so <coughs> excuse me fortunately I have my water here also oh and then last night we just went over to my folks in the RBO and we hung out on their rooftop deck and we did Father's Day celebration and it went very nicely grilled steaks, and I made a key lime pie. I did that yesterday afternoon. So it was, um, yeah, lovely. Saturday evening was not so lovely. Um, I had really wanted to have a nice solstice party, and David wasn't feeling well, so I went over to my folks, and we had made reservations on the patio at the compound, and I was very excited for them to go there and I've been following the chef Mark Giffen on Instagram and you know I hadn't been back to the compound in a while but they have this beautiful patio and so I had and my folks VRBO is like only a block or two up from it and you know we ended up having just the most miserable experience it was just absolutely no fun um we got there and they seated us inside and I said that we had asked to be on the patio and they did this thing where they said oh oh no oh <laughs> and they were I mean my mom described them as snooty and and they really were snooty uh they said oh you would have to make a reservation at least two weeks in advance to be on the patio. We have so many people who come up from Texas. They make their reservations and they just come up here just to come to the compound. And this was the tenor of the evening. 
and we had gone for two reasons to sit on the patio and because Mark Giffen had put on his Instagram that they had soft shell crab and they were out of soft shell crab and I said well let's go and and my folks won't do that I, I'm very much of the let's walk out let's go somewhere else this isn't gonna be any fun and, and they stick to it and my mom's like no no this is fine and then later I find out that she was annoyed and thought they were snooty and and you know, and I even as I was sitting there, because my chair, I could see the patio, and there was an open table on the patio that I could see that was open the entire time. Undoubtedly, being the whole time that we were there, undoubtedly being held open for someone more important from Texas. But I was just, I was aggrieved. I, I mean, I guess I feel like you know, there's no reason to think that just because I'm you know, the, the hometown gal, and I've been supporting them on social media, and, you know, and I wanted to bring my folks to have a nice meal, and they were um, just very much not interested in having us there, and someone, you know, after that initial explanation, we, we heard, like, twice more that exact same line. Um, because somebody stopped by to ask how everything was um, pretty quickly after we got seated. And I said, well, because I figured it's worth trying again, I said we'd really wanted to be on the patio, so, you know, this isn't great. And they, and that person said, oh, you. <laughs> you would have to make a reservation at least two weeks ahead. We have so many people coming up from Texas. And, you know, I wanted to say, well, tell us stay the fuck in Texas. I'm sorry, all of you who are from Texas. It's nothing against you. And then at the end of the evening, they said something to us about it again. And they said, you know, as you leave, because we'd said, well, you know, my folks are only here for two weeks. So, you know, that that's not going to work. And they said, well, you know, as you leave, you should make a reservation for, you know, maybe for your last night. And because you know, we need two weeks. I always say, I know, I, I am familiar with the rule now. And, you know, but, but fuck me if we're going back. Um, and then, you know, and we all had the schnitzel, which was incredibly rich. Ah, it was, it was chicken. Um, and it was so rich that I, um, felt like I couldn't eat a lot of it. I felt like it was way overly rich. And and then we, we all got digestive upset, all three of us. So whatever was going on there, you know, I really try to be patient with the businesses reopening after COVID, but I felt like, um, boy, they just uh, didn't make any effort to be friendly to us. You know what I mean? They just, um, we were clearly not rich people from Texas, and so we weren't worth their time of day. And, you know, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, now I am, I feel like they are officially not worth my time of day, right? So, I did do my little rant there. There's so many wonderful places to eat in Santa Fe. And we will avail ourselves of those. I'm very excited to be going to the tea house this morning. Probably won't see, see Neil Gaiman there this time. 
but since I believe he is solidly in the UK. I know I've not mentioned, probably those of you who know that I have been, I don't know if that counts as shipping, um, but I've always been very interested in Neil Gaiman and Amanda Palmer's marriage. Um, is it a ship if they're like been together and then break up? I, I don't know. Maybe it is. I think shipping is mainly when you want people to get together, right? I don't know what it is afterwards. It's like romance novels that that were, you know, like they're not into the after, the happy ever after, just the before. Just the build up. So anyway, I believe I've not mentioned on here that I did see that uh, Neil and Amanda had a big breakup. They had been on lockdown together in New Zealand. And then I don't really know what happened because I'm not enough of a shipper that I want to read every personal detail. I know that Neil asked for privacy and Amanda spilled some. I did look at what she spilled just to see what he was reacting to because he said that he saw that Amanda had gone public with it. But she didn't really say what had happened. Uh, but those of you who are long-time listeners, you know that I have I've worried about their marriage. I sound like my mother. <laughs> but uh, I worried about uh, how things would go for them. And I know a lot of people don't like Amanda Palmer, have been angry at her for various reasons. And you all know that I was disappointed with her concert that I went to last spring, a year ago, May. So, so I don't know, but I'd say that, you know, like in the breakup, I'm, I'm team Neil. <laughs> Not that they care or have asked me to be, but I do have a friend here in Santa Fe who said that the next time Neil comes into town that we should all go out to dinner because they know that I'm a fangirl. And hey, he's single now. <laughs> oh, don't tell David I said that. No, I, I totally would not. <laughs> not do that. So, I am coming down Monte del Sol. This is the back way into Canyon Road. It's beautiful, dappled shade this summer morning. The trees overhanging the very narrow road with the adobe walls and little driveways on either side. Very picturesque. Charming. Ooh, and that house has a for sale sign. My mom and I are talking about being looky-loos and going and checking out some houses. So I think that will be a fun thing to get to do. This morning after we do our walk and tea house, we will um, go do some, look at some galleries and stuff. If she wants to go somewhere else, we'll go somewhere else. So, I guess that's all I have to say today. Um, I'll remind you that first cup of coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. And you'll find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.